Welcome to Bad Days Build Better Days, where we share real life experiences to motivate you. Join us as we explore mental health, fitness, entrepreneurship, and discuss how the bad days can build better ones. So take a deep breath, grab a cup of coffee, and let's dive into today's episode. My story definitely has not been like an overnight success at all. I have spent years of trial and error trying to figure things out and uh, just a lot of long nights and very stressful times. So I wanted to share kind of like why I got started, how I got started, and where I'm at now. Although I have hired a lot of business coaches, I'm hoping that I can share some information, some knowledge that could help you get started or maybe even show you that it's it's possible. <laughs> So first off, I am an online personal trainer, like I said before, um, but there's so many things that you can do to make money online. Like it's endless and it's, it's fun. So I'm just going to share like my story on building a business, but just know like you could YouTube, you can Google, TikTok is also a great resource for stuff like this and just look like how to make money online. And, you know, there's MLMs that you can join. There's affiliate marketing, which is kind of similar, but there's different terms where you don't have to necessarily build a team. You're just um, marketing a product. There is, you know, content creation. There's just so many things. So, My best um, advice to you, if you don't know what you want to do, but you want to start like some sort of side hustle or whatever online, is to write down things that you enjoy and kind of see what people are doing and ask yourself if you would enjoy that. You can make quick money online, but are you going to enjoy it? And I don't know. A lot of it, it does. It seems like quick money, and sometimes it can be. But you're you're really gonna have to put in time and work to this stuff. It's just like a regular job. I feel like honestly, some days it feels harder because because there's no clocking out. Like I have so much that I need to get done, and it's like if I don't want to do it, if I want to take a day off, um, then I'm not gonna get paid. You know, so it's a little different. Um, I just wanted you know let you know that it's not super, super easy. It kind of is, but kind of (laughs) not. And it's probably different for every person. So anyways, I got started with personal training because back in like 2013, um, Instagram became a thing, right? And then I gained weight. I lost weight. I created like a fitness Instagram to kind of like document my journey because people were starting to do that. Um, and it was private. Nobody knew about it, that kind of thing. Like I start kind of sharing my transformation. I lost like 40 pounds when I was competing and I just kind of like changed my whole life around. And so people kept asking me, a lot of people I knew like, Oh my gosh, how'd you do that? Like, can you share your workouts? Can you do this? And I was like, yeah. And I just loved like showing people what I was doing and like trying to help them. And at the time I did have a trainer who was also online and he was awful. (laughs) I had two very bad experiences with two male coaches and um, that's for a whole different time. And so I felt for one very neglected and um, I just, they didn't listen to me and it like, it was very toxic to my mindset. And so 
I, when I was helping these women, they were like, oh, thank you, like, for listening, like, this is amazing, like, I don't know, I was able to connect with them on a deeper level, and it's probably because it's woman to woman, um, and that's just kind of what women do, and I was like, you know what, I grew up always wanting to be a coach, like a swim coach, gymnastics coach, I taught both growing up, and so I was like, I'm going to be a personal trainer, and I was going to school for physical therapy, just kind of on and off, like, college was never really my thing. School was never my thing. I like to learn, but it just, I like to make money. So I would always just go pick up a job. Um, so I was like, I'm going to be a personal trainer. I'm going to help these women. I'm going to help them change their life like I did. And I'm going to do it very well. Um, because I had bad experiences with coaches that I spent a lot of money on and I didn't want that to be the scenario. I wanted these women to Um, At the time, I was doing gym workouts. I wanted them to go into the gym and know exactly what to do because when I started in the gym, I didn't know what to do, and it was very hard, and I can see why a lot of people give up, and I didn't want them to give up because if I would have given up on my fitness journey, I probably wouldn't be here because I, like, everything in my life was just, like, not going how I wanted. I was very depressed, crying myself to sleep every night, drinking myself to sleep, um, and it you know, if you know my story, it's been like that up and down for a long time. Um, and so working out has just kind of been my savior from all of that. So I knew that I had this mission. I was like, okay, I'm going to help people. Like that's really fulfilling to me. So let's do this. So I got my personal training certification from NASA, but I also worked with a chiropractor and he really helped me because I told him I wanted to be a personal trainer. I wanted to own a gym and he, he was in his thirties. And so, and he had built like this awesome chiropractic office and stuff. So he kind of took me under his wing and like really helped me learn a lot, took me to seminars, helped me build out like, well, I helped him, but like we worked together to build out the rehab program for his chiropractic office and really taught me like the like the muscles and mobility and um just all of this stuff right so it was very hands-on and I um think between that approach I had shadowed a trainer I really um liked at the time like I thought she was awesome she owned a gym and she was doing what I wanted to do so I reached out and said can I you know kind of like use you as my mentor you know so I did that. Um, I had shadowed uh, physical therapists in the past because <clears throat> that is what I wanted to do until I decided I wanted to be a personal trainer. Uh, way less of a process to go through and I don't have to deal with insurance. So that's amazing. Um, so, you know, I shadowed a lot of people. I really did hands-on work, which works way better for me to learn. And then also through training people, you kind of learn. Like I look back on first like plans that I made people and they were never like bad but they just weren't that good. I'm like wow okay I would do things so differently now and it worked for them at the time but it's like just the more you learn right. So yes I do think that you should get some sort of certificate but don't stop there because I did not learn what I in what I learned in a textbook was nothing compared to what I learned from professionals who have been doing it for years and that hands-on approach. So keep that in mind when you're looking for education. But I do like NASM. I thought it was a pretty good process. Um, there's also ACE. I've heard, you know, you can Google it. There's 
just do some research on what works best for you. Um, but price point and stuff, NASM was what was best for me at the time. So I did that and I was still, you know, working all these jobs and I was just trying to kind of like get my training going and I never like, like planned on going <clears throat> full time online. I just was trying to, uh, just post honestly, like I had no intention behind my post except to just kind of like inspire people and it felt good. I liked it. I was already taking photos in the gym and stuff. So I would have these things pop in my mind, and I'm like, oh, I want to share this, and then, like I said, I started kind of building a following that way, and then people were just coming to me asking, like, oh, like, what are you doing, like, why do you, you look good, you know, and so, and then I would share, um, and then I just, I kept seeing more people, like, making a business online, and I was like, that's so fun, like, I'm already doing the majority of this, like, I should just kind of create a business like try and start marketing myself so I learned from others started marketing myself and then in uh like 2018 so I had like actually kind of created a name for myself Fit Cakes Fitness and was like created a little logo actually one of my friends Tessa created me a logo and I started kind of like putting myself out there as this business as this personal trainer and you really <laughs> fake it till you make it. Like I was not ready. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I was showing up. I just wanted to help people. So I was showing up and a lot of people immediately were like, Oh my gosh, you're, you look so professional. You look so successful. And like, they had no idea. Like I wasn't trying to be like fake necessarily. It's just, you gotta walk the talk. So I just started showing up like that and it worked. And then, um, I wanted to take things a step further. So I hired my first business coach and it was a couple that I had been following for so long, Rachel Bell and Ross Johnson. They're no longer like together, but they were like partners and they were like in a relationship at the time. And they had a program called OCA. And I think Rachel Bell still runs it, Online Coach Accelerator. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but that helped me a lot because I I kind of knew what I was doing, posting on Instagram, helping people. I got that down. But I didn't know, like, the pillars of a business. Like, I was typing up workouts in a Word document because I just I didn't know a better system. And so hiring a business coach really sped up the process and helped me kind of pick up the pieces. Like I I could figure out a lot of it. I googled so much. I was creating my own business, creating graphics, doing things that like I had no idea what like how to do it, right? And it wasn't amazing, but I was getting it done. And then when I realized like I wouldn't say just jump into paying a coach immediately like give it a shot yourself see how far you can get see if you can just get kind of like the bare minimum to get you going and then once you realize like hey this is something I want to pursue I want to start investing my money in um then you can do that that's just kind of my take on it 
And that's how I did things. And then I spent, at the time, the program was $3,000. I remember I was at a country music festival and I had my discovery call, which I was so excited about. I had booked it like two weeks in advance. And I was sitting in the bathroom and I was already so sold. Like I knew the price. I knew it was going to be expensive. I had wanted to hire them for so long. They gave me so many free resources that helped me so far like I was like these are the people that I need to learn from so when he told me the price I didn't stutter I immediately started just rambling off my credit card information and boom I I was in and my friends were like what did you just do seriously you just gave this guy three thousand dollars like I'm not kidding they were mean my mom freaked out my dad my dad's always been like cool like you do you you know my dad has always been supportive of that but everybody else was like oh yeah because I was like well they said like I can make ten thousand dollar months like that's always been the thing is like everybody wants to hit a ten thousand dollar month like first milestone in your business I don't know that was like the only thing that I had my like vision my my mind set on right I was like they said I could do this nobody else was saying I could do this but they said I could so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them I learned a lot. I didn't hit $10,000 for a while. I did apply the things that they were teaching me, but not fully because I had already kind of knew how I wanted to do things and they wanted me to price my package, my coaching at a much more expensive price point and I wasn't comfortable with that. And so I kept underselling myself still. I was charging like $50 a month and I just, I I couldn't get past that. I wish that I did some more like money mindset confidence stuff, even though it sounds so like, ooh, like woo woo. It's really important because you do have these limitations. You do have these blocks. Um, you do have this like mindset, especially if you go from working like a nine to five or like working hourly for an hourly pay. Um, you don't understand how much you're worth. And in my head, I was like, well, it takes me like an hour to create this this program so 50 is fine but like I was no longer trading my time for money like I and the people who were paying me $50 weren't really showing up because let's be honest yes $50 can be a lot to some people but to other people there's nothing that's kind of like keeping you to it now if you pay 200 or 300 a month that is a little more like okay that was a good chunk of money I'm gonna show up because I don't want to waste that money right I didn't realize those kind of things. So I sold my stuff for $50 when they were trying to get me to sell it for like 2000 or something like that, which I still don't have my stuff priced that high just because I, yeah, that's a whole different story. So anyways, um, I would highly recommend um, doing kind of like the mindset work getting past those like blocks that you have, those limitations, um, working through your money, like mindset is what they call it. And kind of like figuring out what your beliefs on money are and all of that. Everybody around me didn't have very good beliefs on money. They're like, there's no way you're going to make $10,000 online with your silly little Instagram business. Um, people were like, you like, that's a disgusting amount of money to make online. Like that's a scam. Um, nobody's going to pay you that. And so that's kind of what I was hearing from like my mom, my, my closest friends, like people around me. And so I kind of just like felt disgusting trying to hit that goal. And so then my best friend, um, passed like 
probably two weeks after I got into this program. So I was just a disaster. My mom um, had some stuff going on. I decided to move to Colorado. So I didn't get my all into that program, um, but I it was really great. Um, it did help me. The, the work that I did do on it did help me um, build those kind of systems, but I didn't put it into play completely. And that's something I learned. You could spend all the money in the world to learn how to do something, but if you don't do it, <laughs> it's not going to work. And for some reason in my head, I was like, okay, well, if I'm paying this money and they're telling me what to do, like, I can't fail. But then I didn't fully put my all into it. So I didn't fail, but I didn't hit the $10,000 months and I did not get my investment back in the 90 days that I had planned. So it took me a while to pay off that credit card bill because <laughs> I put it on my credit card assuming that I could make the three grand back pretty fast. But um, I didn't realize, <clears throat> I didn't expect all of that to happen. So I kept pushing in my business. Then I hired another business coach. I kind of feel like I jumped around because I had that mindset of like, okay, if I find the next best person to tell me what to do, it's going to work. And I'm not mad that I hired all these business coaches because they did all help me shape things. So the first program helped me on an app, helped me build my marketing story, helped me figure out exactly who my ideal client was and how to um, do like the payments and stuff like that. So I'm really grateful for that. And then the second business coach helped me name my program, like actually create a program instead of doing just one-on-one -on -one coaching. I created Curvy and 30, which was made in like 2019. So crazy, four years ago. So I started building out my program to help more people in because I was like, look, I want to keep things at an affordable rate. And he's like, okay, you can't do one-on-one -on -one coaching for an affordable rate. So save that for the higher pricing. Create a program where you can help as many people as possible for an affordable rate for them. And then that way, things are already built out, but you're showing up to help them still. And I was like, wow. Great idea. Okay, so we created Curvy and 30, and then I, a couple months later, or like a year later, I hired another business coach. Well, I joined a program, Ellen Yin's program, Cubicle to CEO, and this was like the cherry on top to everything I knew. I was able to really piece together so many things, and that is when uh, 2020 of, well, no, okay, it was wait, hang on, 2020, December, I hit 10K, and then March 2021, I hit $13,000, and I was over the moon, I was like, oh my gosh, I finally did it, like, I hired my first coach in, like, 2019, so it took me almost two years to finally hit my goal, and I feel like because I was in a really, really crappy relationship that whole time, um, and then I finally like broke up with him and really was able to dump my whole energy into my business. So I kind of get frustrated sometimes. I'm like, if I didn't date that guy, I probably would have hit my goals. I would be so much further, but you know what? Everything happens for a reason. So I finally was able to pour all my energy and just do the dang thing. And that again goes back to, you got to work on yourself. Your business is you. 
like you have to be showing up at 100% because when I was not confident in myself, I started to get desperate. I started to show up and I'm sure people could get that energy from me where I was like, I need clients. Like I need this to work. But once I was feeling more confident in myself and my, my abilities and my work, I was showing up and I wasn't even selling 90% of the time. I was just showing up as a person. I was like, this is what I'm doing. I love my life. And people were like, I want to be a part of that. I want to love my life. And I was getting clients every single day. And then when I got into another relationship and I didn't fully love myself, it was the same pattern. So it goes back to one, get a supportive partner. Like if you're in a toxic relationship, understand that it is ruining so much of your life. You are wasting so much of your life. So leave that loser. Um, maybe they're, yeah, they're a loser. If they're not supporting you, they're a loser. Kick them to the curb. Go focus on yourself. Um, I'll have to do a whole nother episode on that kind of stuff. I'm getting like fired up. But so moral of the story, I had to work my booty off for a really long time. I did so many different things. I was kind of riding this wave until I found what works. Now, when you find what works, when you start getting money, when you start getting um, people coming in, stick with that. Try to make that system, make whatever you're doing that's working better. Don't go and try and hop on the next thing. They call that the shiny object syndrome. And I did that for a long time. I was like, well, maybe I'll try this and this and this. And then once I realized, hey, Curvy and 30 is working really well for you, stick to that. Pour all of your money, your time, your energy into that. And I'm so glad I did because now I just have one program and I I know my client. If somebody comes to me and is like, well, do you only do nutrition? Do you only do this? It's like, no, sorry. Like, this is what I have. And if you want it, yes. If you don't, I'm sorry. I'm not going to readjust things, right? I'm I'm at this point, they say like when you say no, another door opens and it's like before I'd be like, yes, I'll do anything. Okay, well, let's, what price works for you? You know, because I was so desperate, but now it's like, no, this is my program. Um, I just, I don't do anything else. And aside, I do like my four week boot camps, which are so fun. Um, and that's kind of like a funnel to get people in through my doors and into Kirby and 30. It works really well and they're just fun groups. So anyways, um, I focus on one thing and that is something that you really need to do. Find what works best for you. Find what you enjoy and focus on that. So now I have created these funnels. I can run Facebook ads. I can kind of step back from social media because I have everything set in place. I know it is like it's working, right? Don't don't make my mistake. Don't start running Facebook ads in the beginning thinking that if you dump money into it, it's going to work out. It's not. You have to build something that works. You have to make sure people actually want that. For a long time, I was promoting things that people didn't, like I never even asked my ideal clients if they wanted that. And it showed like immediately when you put something out to sale and you hear crickets, like you got to figure it out. You got to ask people. I did so many like little interviews with my ideal clients. I did, you know, my intake, my discovery calls. I like gathered information from that to see not, not looking at other personal trainers, not looking at other businesses. I looked at the people I wanted to serve and said, what do you need? How can I help you? 
what content are they attracted to? And I just maximize my time on that. And you just kind of rinse and repeat. I put out a post. Okay, that did great. I'm going to do similar posts. I'm going to repeat that process. And it might seem repetitive, but think about how, like, how many people you see on social media. Like, the content is different constantly, right? So, and everybody, like, I have a chance to get in front of another person. So, if it worked for one person, it's probably going to work for the next ideal client, right? So, don't feel like you're just being repetitive because new people are going to see your content and you want to be repetitive. Um, so that, um, going back to the, like, choose one, focus on one thing, choose one social media platform. I know there's a million. I am on all of them now because I just repurpose my content, but in the beginning, there's so much going on. It's so overwhelming. So just find one social media, uh, platform that works well for you. For me, it is Facebook. Um, I have, I think, like, 7,000 people on my Facebook, on my, like, personal kind of, like, fitness. And then I have a Fit Kicks Fitness uh, Facebook page. And I link my Instagram to that. So I'm basically posting on both platforms at once, which is super convenient. And Instagram, I do get clients as well. But I feel like Facebook, I don't know why my reach is different. So those are the two that I I put all my energy in. Um, TikTok is fun. Things like that. Pinterest is fun. But people aren't always in the mindset of buying. Um, you got to find the places. I feel like Facebook, since there's so many ads, people are more focused on buying. Like, I don't know what it is. So find where your ideal clients are. Maybe it's LinkedIn. Maybe it's YouTube. Um, whatever it might be, right? Focus on one thing. Focus on one product, program, service. And find, if you don't even have a business, don't even know what you want to do, find something you enjoy. Um, there's so much. Like I said, you can create a business. You can provide a service. You can um, create a product. You can dropship. You can affiliate marketing. There's, there's so much. Like, there is no excuse. If you want to make more money, if you want to travel, if you want to live a life on your terms, there's no excuse. You can do that. Literally, kids are getting paid to post on YouTube, like, opening toys. Like, money is everywhere. You just have to get out of that mindset of, like, like you're broke and you have to go work a 9 to 5 and you have to work your life away. Like, I did that for so long. I've had 36 jobs. I have worked 80-hour weeks. Like, I have grinded my butt off and barely had anything to show for it. And now I moved across the country and I was making more money per day than I was spending while I was driving. And I get to, I'm on the beach. I'm literally about to go walk my dogs on the beach before I start my day. I'm creating this podcast. I have that freedom that I always dreamt of. No, I'm not like where I want to be, but I am so happy. I'm so much further than where I used to be. And I, I think the most important thing for me is that I wake up every morning with a purpose because yes, money is important. Obviously I need to make <laughs> my bills and I do set money goals because it helps me, um, have like a target to reach. And like I said, money is important. Like let's, people sometimes are like, Oh my gosh, she's all about money. Yeah. Like you're working a job for money, right? Like we're all trying to make money. Like that's just how the world 
the works. I wish it didn't. I wish we didn't have to. But um, I kind of like led, at first I led with wanting to make money. And then I was like, actually, no, just kidding. Because in the very beginning, I was only making 50. I didn't care. I I did it for free. And I would still do it for free if I didn't have to pay my bills. Um, and actually, I do give away free spots in my program a lot because it all comes back to I want to help people. I want a purpose in life. I've lived my life with no purpose and I didn't want to continue. When I wake up in the morning and I see a comment or a message from somebody saying, your post just helped me so much or you're inspiring, um, you helped me get sober, you motivated me to go work out or walk or you motivated me to leave a crappy relationship or you motivated me to start a business, whatever it might be, that makes me so happy. Like, that is the reason I show up. I always say that I don't care if I get a thousand views, whatever, like, as long as I helped one person, I'm happy because that's all I want to do. And so if you lead that way, if you're like, if you, if you run a business, I mean, everybody's different, but if you lead that way, like, things are going to work out for you. Because if you're leading, I want to make money, you're going to burn out so fast when you don't make money. Like, you're going to get so frustrated. For me, yes, I wanted to reach those goals, but it took me two years. And with anything else, if I didn't have that purpose and I didn't, I wasn't fulfilled by serving these women and helping them, um, I probably would have been like, screw this. Like, I'm never going to hit 10K and this is exhausting. And I've done that, like with MLMs. I've I've been in so many of those, and it's like if I'm not hitting my target, I literally give up. I'm like, this is not worth it. Like nobody's buying. But since I was helping so many women, and they were texting me like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like I've been into my favorite pair of jeans. I was like, that's amazing, and I would get so happy. And like I have a whole folder on like album on my phone that says when I'm down, and it's the messages you guys have sent me. It's my clients, like success stories. It's all of these things. And so anytime I feel down, isn't this crazy? I read these messages and it makes me feel so much better because I have that purpose, because I helped somebody else, because I was in that position of being really down. And then I changed my life around. And so anyways, I'm rambling now. Um, but I'm going to just wrap this up with, you know, like I've said, I hope this gives you guys some tips, some somewhere to start. There's so much in the online world. It is confusing. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I really do enjoy helping people with their business and giving ideas, stuff like that. Um, a lot of my friends will come to me and be like, okay, I need to make some extra money this month. What can I do online? And you know, I have so many ideas. Um, like I said, money is everywhere. So don't get discouraged. You, you got this. If you want this, if you want more for your life, if you want to live a different life, go out there and get it. I will see you guys next Thursday for another episode. Uh, let me know what you want to hear. I'm thinking I'm going to talk about my sober journey next, so stay tuned. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Bad Days Build Better Days. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please feel free to rate, subscribe, or leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope you'll come back for the next episode of Bad Days Build Better Days.
Until then.